following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts. Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Welcome to the Wednesday episode. Yeah! Hanging with the boys, brought to you by Wingstop. Here's my roll-up of my poster, since I still haven't (laughs) got the hardware to hang it on the wall. Thank you, Wingstop. Nate Newton's actually got a smile on face today we turned him around yesterday we got him back jesse's got his wing stop poster behind him and kurt's got his his uh obligatory pullover gray whatever i think you only own gray <laughs> black clothes so what what why you got to come at me like that we're talking about posters i move a little so you can see the poster behind oh, there, me yeah, there you, you go start, kurt instead you start oh, do- you, you know ripping on my clothes Okay, Kurt. I didn't see the poster back there. I like it. Well, it's true. Do you own anything that's not black, maybe or gray? Yes, but this is a cowboy show. I tend to put on cowboys' colors. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait right. Fight back a little bit, Kurt. Wait a fight <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> How you fellas feeling today? Y'all good? We good, man. We great, man. Good. Great. I'm, right. I'm ready to rock and roll, man. All right. And Before we. Before we before we get down to some Cowboys football, I don't know if I watched the game last night, but Derrick Henry mauled a man with his right hand, I believe. And I believe Chris Beam has a, a compilation of some clips. So who did it better? Here's the clip of, of Henry. I mean, just get off me and chuck this man about three yards in the air. So who did it better? Henry... Who you got up next, Chris? Then he's got this one of Zeke from the Seattle game. That one, ah, the man was a little bit, he was a little bit off balance, but he still bit the dust. And then, who's your last one? This one might be my favorite. Dak Prescott against Josh Norman in the Washington game. (laughs) <laughs> didn't quite get didn't quite get separation, but still, considering that Josh Norman has talked a little bit of trash about the Cowboys and the situation of that game, that might be my favorite. I see I see Nate talking, but I don't know if he's if we lost his audio or if I just can't hear him or what. There we go. <laughs> Maybe not. Derek what do you Henry's think, Kurt? Large man. Which one's your Derek favorite? He's a large. Well, you know. I I like the deck one too. That's always a fun one to watch. Take over. I want to come up against really Derrick Henry though. He's he's Can a big guy. He's a man. He's yeah. a grown ass man. I like, Jesse, I like the one from last night. I mean, he had Josh Norman like parallel to the ground, like he was like a kung fu huh. fighter. Like, <laughs> and it's all anytime that Josh Norman gets done dirty, it's always enjoyable because <laughs> of the 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 trash that he always talks. Um, on the field. So when he, you know, when he gets done dirty, you always like, yeah, you had that one coming yeah. to you, bro. I don't, you know, that, that 99-yard run Derrick Henry had, what was it, last year, year before? Man, he, he did that same thing and worse. I think he put some guy on his back. It was... I'll I tell you what, him. 
when you hit him, you have to you got to hit him like you're trying to put him through the wall. Because if you if you don't come at him, if you just come towards him, he's gonna put you on your back. Whether he stiff arms you or whether he lowers his shoulder, like you gotta come you gotta come at him with some force, man. I mean, look at that, just chunk that man off of him. All right, let's get into Cowboys football. Do we have Nate? Nate, you there? No. Nope. What's going on with Nate? All right, well, we'll get into it. All right, so we can't hear Nate on the WebEx. So when we get him back, Chris, just let us know. All right. You know, uh, which way you want to take? Uh, you gave me a whole bunch of data here. Whole bunch of stats. Whole bunch of things. It's okay. How do you want to start this thing off? Well, I think that the biggest uh, question or biggest thing for the Cardinals is they're without Chandler Jones, the best player. And so I kind of wondered how (laughs) – sorry, I can't figure out what Nate's doing there. Um, But, yeah, okay, so Chandler Jones is out, and I'm wondering – they talked about – their other players have talked about they replace him with a collective effort, which is kind of – here um, normally, but Jesse, as far as preparing for that, does that change how you, you know, instead of preparing, you know what Chandler Jones brings is really good, but you know you have to prepare just for him. Now you've got a series of guys you may, you may not know exactly who you have to prepare for. Does that make it any different or any tougher for the, the Cowboys offensive line? It, it makes it a lot easier. Anytime you can eliminate a premier player from any side of the ball, it makes life a little bit better. It helps you sleep a little bit better at night knowing that I don't have to deal with, you know, when you look at Chandler Jones, this is a guy who's, been, you know, in the, in the lead, if not leading, you know, or around the top of the league in sacks in the NFL the last three or four years. Uh, quite as his cap, you know, because he's doing it in Arizona, he's been up there. Um, so having him off the field and knowing that you still be without your, your, your both of your tackles, it just gives you a little bit of relief. You sigh a little bit of relief because you know that you don't have to deal with another premier pass rusher. And it seems like this Cowboys offensive line has been dealing with nothing but premier pass rushers so far early, you know, in the in the in the football season, whether it be Aaron Donald or whether it be Miles Garrett, you know, it's saying like they're always running into a really, really, really good pass rusher. So not having him on the field gives you a sigh of relief, but it also kind of puts up your antennas to say, okay, how will they replace the productivity of a Chandler Jones? Right? Will they will they begin to you know bring more pressure, more exotic blisses, use other guys? But not having Chandler Jones on the field is a is a huge, huge break for the Cowboys offensive line and what they want to do offensively. Hmm. So I wondered that because you know, obviously he's a great talent they really didn't have i mean he is off to a slow start i think he might have had one sack they've got but they've got sort of it spread out they've got, they're tied for seventh in the league sacks with 14 but they don't have anybody that has more than two they got like five guys with two so i don't know how does that uh, again well, make it tougher lot, when you've got of, several different guys yeah but you know like like it's kind of like almost like how we are wide receiver right Michael Gallup is able to go out there and eat, and CeeDee Lamb is able to go out there and eat. Well, why are they able to go out there and eat? Because a lot of the attention is played to number 19, Amari Cooper. And feel how you feel about Amari Cooper. Say what you say about Amari Cooper. 
Those other guys are able to come up big because Amari Cooper draws a lot of the attention. He gets the best cornerback. He gets the safety roll to his side, so other guys eat. So while it's dispersed amongst the wide receivers, it's all predicated on what Amari Cooper does week in and week out. The same thing for these guys. It's all predicated. It all starts with Chandler Jones. And because you have to double him, now you have to you know, add a tight end or a running back or whatever to his side or know where he's at on that defense front other guys are able to eat off of his presence so when he's not there it, it it now you can turn your attention back to something else so a guy who may have you know been able to get to the quarterback before may not be able to get there now because more attention will be paid on him or blitz or whoever because you don't have to worry about the menacing Chandler Jones coming off your off your right side mm. yeah and then you got Nate, we can hear you Nate come on in yeah, we yeah. got Nate. Yeah, we got a we got, Vance Joseph has done a good job. Uh, the defensive coordinator, man, of uh, spreading it around like you said, Kurt earlier. He, uh, your boy hasn't played well. I mean, he for whatever reason before he tore up his bicep, uh, Chandler Jones. He, for some reason, he was getting off to a slow start. And Jesse, you said last year he was the uh, co. He was almost the run up to the MVP. Yeah, like eighteen, nineteen, seventy, the year ago, or last, uh, two years ago. So. The kid can play, but they play great. As I've seen, looked at the film, play good defense. Uh, kind of like the Giants, they solid. Uh, I think a little bit, a little bit better secondary. You know, with with with, uh, with Peterson back there and and, and Buda Baker and those guys, uh, they're a little more active, a little more uh, playmaker. This is the thing about it is when I when I look at teams, what are you giving up? They giving up twenty point four points a game defensively. You know, like you said earlier, Kurt, they spread not the sack due to the fact that the other horse was not getting it. Uh, and, and they always, everybody always want to know where Chandler Jones at. He left, he's one of the few guys that have left New England and has flourished. He's in out there in the desert, so a lot of people don't talk about him. They're going to get Von Curse back. Uh, Isaiah Simmons is the guy they got from Clemson, the all-world athlete. Mm -hmm. He hasn't emerged yet as, as, a, as a regular he gets some playing time, but not not nothing special because he can't beat out these other guys. And I think by with most teams, you have this pandemic slowing down the growth of a lot of these guys. But they play well as a team. Uh, the thing that that shakes you is where I was saying last week that you know New York was our medicine. I, they was our pharmaceutical store. Well, I think they were saying the same thing. They were saying the same thing for New York Jets, for the New York Jets. You know, this is what Phoenix was saying. But we got medicine coming here. Here come the, here come the, here come the fix, and uh, and they took advantage of it. They beat them. They beat them down. <laughs> so, was, uh, but are they? But that was the Jets, right? I mean, they're three wins this year against yeah. the Jets, the you know Washington, and in a banged up kind of. 49ers team in the opener. I mean, are, are, should we really be that worried about them? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, Kurt, I, I'm going to ask you this right. Did, did, have, where have you been for the last four or five games defensively? <laughs> That's true. We, we, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, no, right room, about that. We have no room to talk about <laughs> anyone else's yeah. deficiencies. That's true. How we should take yeah. anyone else lightly because of their deficiencies. <laughs> You're yeah. right about that. <laughs> I mean, they brought they brought down a defensive coordinator on the sideline and they mustered up an extra sack strip and that was about it. They were basically <laughs> the same guys after that.
Ooh, man, you're right about that. There's no room to talk at all. I, I'm serious. When you when you look at the film of these guys, you, you see them playing hard. You see them trying to play smart. Uh, Hassan Reddick got two sacks, like you say. Uh, uh, Devon, uh, big baby's son. I can't think. Devon Kennard, he's got two sacks. Isaiah uh, Simmons got two sacks. They just a bunch of guys, you know. Due to you what know, you said earlier, Jesse, how they you know they what fed that tells because me? they had to take care of that guy. You know they what that tells up me when, stuff. You, when you're watching a team like Arizona and you're seeing he has two sacks, he has two sacks, he's in the mix, he's in the mix. That's an active bunch. Right. Everybody's active. Everybody's flying to the ball. Everybody's moving. Everybody is trying to get their piece of the pie. And 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 you want that in your defense. You want your you want it to be dispersed amongst your defense. That means everybody is getting active and everybody's being a key contributor to what you're doing. And it throws off offenses because now you don't know where it's coming from. Yes, you you know, and times you had to watch Chandler Jones. Even if Chandler Jones was having a bad year, you didn't want to be that game where he got going. So you still had to give him the respect due and the attention due to him because of what of a great pass rusher he is. But when you see all the numbers and how these guys and, and, and we saw what Jamal Adams, how he worked in, 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 in Seattle. You can expect a little bit like that from Buda Baker, who plays that kind of that, that, that situation where he's like he's a free safety, but he's really down for a linebacker. He plays close to the line of script. I mean, so he's going to be an active guy where he's playing all the way around. And of course, you got Patrick Peterson, who's been an all pro you know, a really, really, really good cornerback in this league. And so if you think you're going to just be able to, you know, find ways to throw the ball on him, he might make you pay. Like, he might be the kind of player that will pick you off and take it back to the house. So they got a bunch of active guys in this defense, and all of them are trying to eat. All of them are trying to get into the action. So just know, you know, Riddick is a guy who likes to come in and tackle, and Buda Baker, and now you got, you know, big Corey Peters uh, in the middle of that thing, you know, uh, uh, and talk about being in the middle while these other guys, and he has two sacks himself, but why he's able to do, why the other guys are able to do things because they actually have a nose tackle, one of those big 330-pound <laughs> dudes who actually does what he's supposed to do <clears throat> in the middle and make them really commit two guys to him so other guys get one-on-one uh, uh, blocking all across the board. Mm-hmm. Are they better? Are they better three, front, or are they better on the back end? Right now, uh, well, the, the, their, their names are better on the back end. You got Buda Baker, who just got one of the biggest contracts in NFL history. Of course, you got Patrick right. Peterson. You know, so they got guys like that on the na- on the back end. When you talk about names that you know that that you recognize more so than you do on the on the front end. Yeah. Let me say this, fellas. You when you go to looking at teams, look at the, look at the points scored on these teams, regardless of who's scoring them. They're only giving up 20.4 game, 20.4 points a game. That's all they've given up in five games. Now, whether it's the, uh, the Washington team or Detroit, you know, we've played teams that ain't that good either, and we, we seem to keep giving up 35 or more. So, <laughs> you, that, that, no, I'm just saying, that defense yeah. – uh, you know, everybody will tell me this week how our wide receivers and all of this will attest them and how they'll go to the limits on them and everything. And then we'll forget that our defense will get tested and it'll be to the limits of everything. So, uh, 
when we when we look at this team, when I when when I put up their our uh, depth chart, Dalton Schultz, Connor Williams, T- uh, Tyler uh, Bodish, Bodish, whatever his name, Budash, or whatever y'all want to call it. <laughs> be, careful. Martin, be careful with uh, that. Be careful Hill. with that. Uh, I'm saying when, when you when you put these guys up against their guys, their guys have the most experience. They have worked together the most, and and, and right right now. Their defensive coordinator is out coaching our defensive coordinator because their players are responding better to their defense than ours are. Yeah, a few stats before we go to break here. The Cardinals are fifth in fewest passing yards allowed, 222. Um, Thank you. Their opponent passer rating is 98 and has them ranked, uh, Pro uh, Football Outsiders has them ranked the 27th. pass defense in the league rushing yards they're allowing 124.2 yards per game so yes uh, they should they should feed zeke this week and let the man eat let's take a break when we come back we'll talk about the red rocket and the man ezekiel elliott when we come back we'll also see if we can uh understand nate more than half the segment next time when we come back this has been hanging well, with the boys. I, you know, I think I was coming in. I think I was coming in great. It was just y'all messed up. That was Chris. We'll be right back for the second segment. You say, you oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Otterbox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases, the one and only. But cases are just the start. Otterbox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking? temperatures with their elevation tumblers and otterbox elevation tumblers come in three sizes a 10 ouncer a 20 ouncer and even a 64 ounce growler check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com it's football season and when you're tailgating with your friends and your family you want the best meat on your grill pettigene meats makes the best hot dogs the pettigene griller or the all beef franks will score to complete that tailgate meal pettigene meats has hickory smoked sausage hot links Polish sausage, and the best hickory smoked bacon and ham around. Available at your local retailer. And a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Pettigene Meats. Taste the difference. We can't wait to see the Cowboys back on the field, and we can't wait to pack AT&T Stadium to watch them play. When that time comes, SeatGeek is the place to get all of your tickets. Plus, tickets to the hundreds of games, concerts, rodeos, and other live events we'll all be able to enjoy again soon. Every SeatGeek purchase is protected by a buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. SeatGeek. Let's go. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. Adjust your cleats, adjust your pads, even adjust your helmet, but seriously, don't adjust, adjust your, your pads. Because once it's seen, it cannot be unseen. Tommy John's fabric 
keeps you cool and dry on the field or in the stands. And now they even have loungewear. Yeah, loungewear. Shop underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 15% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Welcome back to the SWBC Mortgage Living Room here in Frisco, Texas. Shannon Gross, Jesse Holly, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels. And we are hanging with the boys. And we are talking... Cardinals defense, Cowboys offense, and whatever else comes out of this. Fellas, let's talk about what everybody wants to know. How is the Red Rocket going to perform this week? Is he going to hold this thing together and get this get this two-game win streak going? Or what do you think? Is he going to fall a little bit short? Nate's clapping. Jesse's on the Rocket. He's on the, <laughs> on the Rocket. Kurt, you started uh, off. What is your what is your expectation this weekend? Well, what do you think this offense is going to look like? I think it'll look pretty similar, but I do wonder, you know, do they need to make Zeke more of a focus than he's been? I know Jesse's saying we need to rev this thing up and get it going, but you know, if there's uh, one of the columnists in the morning news uh, today. He was like, you know, do they need to protect the offensive line? Do they need to protect Dalton? He's got he does have kind of a high turnover ratio. Do they need to protect the defense? And do they do all that by giving the ball more to Zeke? Is that something they need to, to focus on more? You don't no. have to give it to him running. You know, all Zeke gotta do is when they throw it to him out of fit, just catch it. And I gotta go. say, he's gotta catch the yeah. ball though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's all they, they they don't have to change basically nothing. You know, uh, he may not run as much as as that. Don't change. Just keep let it go. Let's. I'm with Jesse now. We gotta go. But I do say, every now and then, <laughs> it's gonna be a car that's gonna come out in front of you and just break it down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> just break it down a little bit so we can control time of possession. They're averaging their def- their defense is averaging probably playing 29 minutes a game, if we could just switch that to our defense playing 29 minutes, let our boys be 31 and still run 100 miles, go by 60 points, we still mm-hmm. running 100 miles an hour down the road. Can Patrick, you do we got to protect. Has, I ain't worried about Peterson protecting the quarterback. The offensive line, out. yeah. Patrick Peterson has already come out and said, we mm-hmm. have to make Andy Dalton beat us. Teams now are going to try – on purpose to stop the run game because they be- they believe that this backup quarterback can't beat them. So, okay, let's not even play games with them. Let's beat them with Andy Dalton. Let's go out there and use these three weapons that we have, four weapons that we have. They're going to load the box up and they're going to try to stop Zeke because they're thinking like you're thinking, Kurt. Well, we got to stop Zeke because he's the next best thing on this football team as far as star power and an ability to to be a game wrecker. So they're going to load the box up. They're going to be more uh, mindful of shutting down the run and making Andy Dalton beat you. Since fine, so be it. If that's the route that you want to go, if you're going to commit more guys to the box and you're going to give my guy MG13 and 88 and 19 an opportunity to be one-on-one with some of your corners, cool. I'm going to take that and I'm going to tear your butt up. Keep <laughs> revving the hibachi, baby. Don't worry about the rest of that stuff, man. If they want, if they want Andy Dalton to beat him, this we don't have to put gloves on Andy Dalton. 
He's not Cooper Rush. He's not Mike White. This guy is a former NFL starter. He has over a hundred NFL starts. He knows what he's doing. You don't have to pick, you don't have to get your foot off the gas with him. No, he's not Dak Prescott as far as an athletic thing. Uh, you know, the athletic ability, that's fine. But he is more, more than capable and has more than enough arm strength and arm talent to go out there and keep the pedal to the metal. <laughs> Let's go, man. You know, Let's you know, go. You, you know, me and Jesse on the same wavelength, but but I'm still saying... I, you on a Vespa. Game, you are on a Vespa. I'm on a Hibachi. Uh, you're on a Vespa. You go, hey, Jesse. Jesse, I'm I, going. I, I still need. Yeah. I still need for us I, to have time of possession at the end of this game. I still need for us to have it. That's gonna save this. You know, I just need one more names. point in Arizona. Six and stones may break your bones, but words I hope don't help hurt this team. This, this defense. Six and stones okay? may break your bones, but one point gets you a victory. That's all I need. That's what I'm trying I to tell you, homie. That's what I'm saying. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Let's yes, go with yeah. that one point. You just yeah, want to show how big your arms are. That's all. I'm going to show them regardless. You are mistaken. <laughs> you didn't. Nate is not, nor will he ever be on a Vespa. A Vespa <laughs> ain't built that way. Vespa is not built that way. The last, hey, the last one I was on, Shannon, it was built that way. Until by until I got until it went down the road about ten miles. <laughs> now it's not built that way no more. I, listen, I tell you what, we not gonna be on that little scooter that Terrence Weezer was on, man. We getting uh, on the hibachi, man. Hey, we revving hey, this thing. Hey, yeah. the, the, few, the the practices that I went to uh, during training camp, Andy Dalton looked good. He in it, he looked better in spots than Dak did, as far as Tell him with his helmet off or throwing the, the ball. Throw the ball. No. You know, and, and I, 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 I'm a big we, fan. I ain't give about four or five area. practices. I know. I tell what him that's right hard, like, he, look, he look good. He throws a good ball, man. I, I, I like his arm. I like his arm. I, mobility-wise, obviously you're losing something there. But I think he's a guy that can sit back in the pocket if they can, if they can maintain this the pocket. This ain't going to be about Andy Dalton, though, fellas. Okay. This is going to be – about the defensive line and schemes of Vance Joseph versus oh, Coach Fieldman. I'm tough. Okay. All right. Oh, the, oh like that, I try to tell you guys clean. That's that defense a lot. Oh, that I try to tell you guys clean. Our defense. I thought you meant our defense. Uh, I'm about to say, we're, I'm done. Our de- our their defensive line and their scheme okay. and the you. way they attack is, is, is it's going to be constant pressure. And we got to swing that ball. See, it, it's called. Just setting up the setting up the defense. Don't try to just bang up in there if you, if it ain't successful with Zeke. Swing that thing outside a little bit. Loosen this thing up. So when you do just fake like you're gonna run, then you're over the top with number 13. Number 13 got to be the sweetest man I know, bro. But if you if, Nate, what you, you call him 13 bring, MG MG Studio? What you call him? MG 13, baby. MG 13s, baby. Yes, sir. You got my attention on that. Commit yourself. If you're going to commit yourself as a defense to Mm -hmm. bringing pressure, then that means you're going to have to be lined up one on one in in places across the field. With Andy and his knowledge, he should be able to assess and process where my one on one matchups are, where are my hot routes, where are my quick throws. 
This is not Mike White, fellas. This is not Cooper Rush. Well, you, you don't have to sell us on that. Who's going to be, who's tell gonna us, be deer just in tell the headlights? Tell us how it's be. He should be able to assess it, process it, and deliver the ball to slant routes, hitch routes, sluggos, go routes. He came in that game yesterday, uh, 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 Sunday, and on a big, big, big play with the clock, you didn't have much time, but you're trying to get in field goal range. Andy Dalton said, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh, forget a field goal. I actually want to go score a touchdown. He threw, he saw that I had one-on-one coverage outside with Michael Gallup, who after he threw a, mm. a, a dime to Michael Gallup to play before MG that, he said, 13, he baby. said I, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to dink and dunk this thing so we can get to a field goal. Nah, I want to come in here and go score a touchdown. And he threw a beautiful rainbow dime to Michael Gallup down the sideline. His mentality is not going to be coming here and just, well, he knows that this is now my job. There's no looking over my shoulder. There's no no other guys are coming in. I am the dude. This is my, I don't I'm know. home. I'm home. Gary <laughs> Stop. Stop. I'm home. I'm in my hood. My family's here. I'm I'm back. He even said when he came and signed with the Cowboys, he said he wanted to come somewhere where he can kind of get, you know, get his feet back under him again. But he wanted to go after this season to go find another starting job somewhere else. So he got it. You got it now, Andy. You got the starting job that you were looking for. It came by an unfortunate situation. But this dude is, I'm not saying he's Brett Favre or Joe Montana or or we're going to the Super Bowl. I'm just saying this is not going to be what we saw in the past when we had to bring a backup to the game. This is going to be something where he is more than comfortable, able, and willing to 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 do what we need a quarterback to do to, to put ourselves in a position to win a football game. It's the Andy Griffin show, baby. Yes, sir. Andy it's Griffin, Andy Griffin show. show. Oh, you remember, last, you remember that back in the day, the oh, Andy Griffin yeah. show? Yeah. The last yeah, this time. Yeah, Andy Griffin show. He's he telling all the jokes. The last time we, we had Jesse this excited on this show was when they hired Coach McCarthy and he got left on the porch. So let's see what happens <laughs> next week when Andy Dalton. Don't do that, Sean. Bringing it back don't, down. Don't do that. Don't bring, wait, wait, wait. I just try to rise us out of the ash. <laughs> oh, Sean. to pull us back down. We're back down. Wow. wow. So let's talk about the, the stadium experience. I see where you're going with this. You know what? Let's take our last break. When we come back, I was at the stadium on Sunday night, and I'll let you know all about that and more when we come back for the final segment of Hanging with the Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. OtterBox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. OtterBox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their elevation tumblers? And OtterBox elevation tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com. It's football season, and when you're tailgating with your friends and your family, you want the best meat on your grill. Pettigene Meats makes the best hot dogs, the Pettigene Griller, or the all-beef franks will score. To complete that tailgate meal, Pettigene Meats has hickory smoked sausage, hot links, Polish sausage, and the best hickory smoked bacon and ham around. Available at your local retailer. And a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Pettigene Meats. 
taste the difference. We can't wait to see the Cowboys back on the field, and we can't wait to pack AT&T Stadium to watch them play. When that time comes, SeatGeek is the place to get all of your tickets. Plus, tickets to the hundreds of games, concerts, rodeos, and other live events we'll all be able to enjoy again soon. Every SeatGeek purchase is protected by a buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. SeatGeek, let's go. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to SWBC Mortgage Living Room, Frisco, Texas. And if you are looking for something to change up your dinner routine, help support local Frisco businesses by choosing one of the Star District restaurants. For information on delivery, takeout, curbside pickup, or dining availability, visit thestardistrict.com. There's good stuff over there, believe me. I, I walk over there about twice a week to eat dinner, and it's nice. They have nice things over there. A lot of nice, nice. things. You know what? You know what, Jesse? What? I got to – you know, Jesse, when I said that we when we first signed this cat, the Andy Griffin guy – well, I'm going to quit calling him Andy Griffin. I used to call him that when he was with the Bengals because he, he gave Barney like one bullet, and I, was, and I was green until he got hurt. That one bullet was gone, and they lose the rest of the game. We got 18 bullets here at the Cowboys. I'm going to quit calling him Andy Griffin. Uh but when I talked about this dude six months ago, you weren't so hyped, Jesse. Why the hype now? Talk to me, man. Chris Bean, pull up the tape, man. Pull up the tape. <laughs> <laughs> up the tape. You and I were both saying the same thing about Andy Dalton. We were right. saying that this was a that was a power move while Dak was power move. And we yes. both said the same thing. We agreed upon that. We said, yeah. and this is we both said this is a quarterback. If Dak decided to hold out was to be more than capable of running this team's offense. We both said that. Find the tape, Okay, Chris. I'm sorry. Run the tape back. I'm sorry. Next I'll, I'll, take I'll take it back. I'll take it back. Excuse me. I want to say one more thing, if, and then oh I'll be quiet. Goodness. No, you are Shannon, won't. I'm begging <laughs> yeah, for you right. to tell us you about your – I'm, you, I'm begging for you to tell us about your stadium experience. No, you know what? I'm going to save that for a later segment. <laughs> I don't think y'all are – y'all aren't deserving – you're not deserving of my stadium experience <laughs> today. We'll do that later. Oh, I do okay. have a question for you. Okay. What's so, that? The team rallying behind Dak. We've got this really cool video that, that uh, a lot of the players sent us some videos and photos. <laughs> and we're putting it out tonight around 6 o'clock on our social media channels of, of everybody wishing Dak well. As, as players, is that just a cool story or can that something like that does it affect your mentality going into games when, you know, your 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 leader, your teammate goes down and gets hurt? I know it's cool. It's it's fun for fans to see players saying we're doing this for Dak, we're doing this for Dak. But does it is it just a fun story, or does it can it really change the mentality of a team and really get people focused and and really playing for a common goal, or is it just fun to? 
to have a rallying cry like that. Jesse, go ahead on. Oh, you gonna let me talk? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, have I ever stopped you? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you guys, and maybe Nate feels different than I do, but it's a nice story. It gives people something to write about. It gives the media department. Quit being honest. Quit being honest. We ain't asking for honesty. We want you to oh, go I'm along sorry. with the. I'm no, sorry. no, be honest. You know be what? Honest. I'm asking to be honest. <laughs> no, please be honest. This, like Dak's done. You move yeah. on. There is no, there is no and I, I don't want to sound callous or I don't want to sound. Dak's hurt. He is. Done you don't want to sound season. like Nate sounded Monday. Right. He's done for the season. Like, and here's what you football is such a unique beast and beauty is you can have all the want to you want. But if that man standing in the front of you is just going dog whoop you to death, that's just you. You can, I don't care who you fighting for or whatever you fighting for. When Aaron Donald's in front of you, you it doesn't make a difference. You hey, get hey. whooped. Is there any doubt that Josh Norman wanted to tackle Derrick Henry last saying? night? He wanted, yeah, he wanted to tackle him. <laughs> he had all intensive purposes of tackling Derrick Henry. Hey, and hey, then he had to go do it. And Derrick Henry said, I, listen, son, I know that you just got back from injury. and I'm, This might send you back to the injury, to the IR. But what I'm going to do to you now is I'm going to stiff arm you three levels past the crust core of the Earth's mantle. You know, it's a great story. It's a great story for DallasCowboys.com, and it's a great story to put out. And 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 it, it's a feel good, and it's going to make the fans feel good. It doesn't make a difference once you strap them pads up and step between that fifty-three by one hundred, because the man in front of you. You think DeAndre Hopkins can care about that? We don't have Dak Prescott. No, he doesn't care. He going. Mm. Let me tell you something What's amazing And I didn't get to respond to the Derrick Henry deal I loved it last night But you can bet your You can bet your money That if this kid Paris is alive And I'm talking about Josh Norman They probably had it on YouTube Him getting splattered That's just how bad <laughs> I'm serious that's just how quick, quickly people would turn on you. Family, friends, everybody. Your boys would be like, dog, I'm making a video out of this. This is going to be a part of your highlights when we, when we crush you after this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bro, it don't change. But but the reason I didn't say nothing because I'm like, I know Jesse thinking what I'm thinking. You know, I told Larry, I told Larry Brown one time, and he got mad at me when he was a rookie. He, I think he came from TCU. He came in and said, man, I'm doing this for my mama. I'm doing this for this. And I said, Larry, I pulled him to this. I said, that sounds great. I said, but don't let Mike Irvin beat you deep a couple of times in practice. Or you'll be home with your mama. All right? <laughs> so, so do this for yourself first. If you do it for yourself and it's in your heart, mama and dad and everybody else will be taken care of. The stories will be great. Like, and I'll give you an example. LeBron and his head coach of the Lakers, they roll Mamba. Mamba, 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 Mamba. And the only reason the Mamba story is alive is because they won the championship. If they had lost in every game that they lost, nobody talked about Mamba. It's only a story, bro, that grows with wins. It dies as soon as you get that first ugly loss. 
Mm. Hey, what do you what do you think? I know this isn't cowboy related, but what's going on in that in that DB room today when they're watching film? Are they are they of are Andre Hopkins? Uh, no, no, of of uh, oh. Josh. Oh, you're Lawrence talking about ours? Oh. Blasted. No, they're in in Tennessee's. Like in a DB room, when somebody gets oh man, they're killing this roasted, dude, man. Oh. So they don't. So they talk out loud about it, like they're giving him a hard time about oh, it. Oh man, oh man, Josh Norman's a sellout, bro. When you sell out like that, you get it. I, bro, to this day, I cannot walk in front of one of my teammates without them saying fat something. Because I used to dog my teammates so bad and talk about them like so bad. To, I mean, even the nicest guys be like. Hell, fat nature stanked out. I'm like, dog, this was 30 years ago. <laughs> when you talk noise, you never get a break. Josh oh, Norman no. talked noise, and he got jammed, bro. Yeah, no, that's they got you know they got pictures already printed out, probably stuck on his locker. <laughs> he's he's hearing it, you know, he's hearing it in that in that defensive meeting. He's, I mean, all that stuff is is, is happening to him right now. Again, because you gotta understand, Josh Norman just don't talk trash to the media yeah. and to opposing teams. Oh. Like you see what Josh Norman got talks up. trash to he talks trash to his teammates as well. So when you have a something, when you have something happen like this, you know who I, I would I would I would when I played for the Cowboys, we had a player, Orlando Skandrick, who was yeah. people call him Oscar the Grouch, like just. Right. Orlando just wasn't a nice person at all. <laughs> so whenever things bad happen to Orlando, people let him know all the time. Wow. When Willie Reed made him fall in practice one day, when he got beaten the game by Hakeem Nixon, Victor Cruz and company. In the oh, you remember them days? Man, we were talking about listen, him on TV. <laughs> he, would, he wouldn't hear the end of it in the locker room or in the practice field. So... But, you know, Josh, they got to know. It's a part of the game, baby. You talk it. You got to be able to dish it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you dish it out. You got to be able to take it, too. I would have Look at that, bro. I would have been coming in the locker room. Is it a bird? Is it a play? No, it's my boy Josh. <laughs> I'm telling you, guys coming in like, hey, Josh, what, what time is your MRI? Cause, you know what I'm saying? Cause, yeah. He, 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 he knocked your chest off. Or, hey, you know, like, man. That that's, me, that, that's, jobs, in, man. that's in the that's in the group chats. That's in everything, man. That's that's all over the place. Were there yeah, guys did. that didn't handle it well? That couldn't take it? Oh yeah. No, those guys yeah. never said if you could not take it, and I'm talking about in our locker room. <laughs> and you can go back and ask Scott Purcell, if you could not take it, you were not allowed to get in on that. If you <laughs> if we came at you and you came back to me later on in the steam room to him, Nate, I appreciate you talking about my mama or my wife. I'm like, dog, well, I'm going to tell you what. I apologize, but when we start talking again and having fun in the locker room, you got to excuse yourself to the training room. Because if we see you over there laughing, I'm coming at you twice as hard. I mean, I can't get – I'm telling you, my wife, my, when we go out now with Dion or Michael Irvin or Charles Haley, my wife be like, baby, are you going to fight back? I said, baby – I killed him. I killed when I used to cuss all the time before I became my life. I used to kill these dudes, and now sometimes my wife be like, "I know you want to cuss, right?" I said, "Yeah, I want to get him so bad, but, you, but I can't do it." And it's a thousand and one fat man jokes. Am I right, Jesse? Mm. It's a, a whole lot of them. <laughs> you know, I wish I would. 
I would love to hear a uh, you and uh, Charles Haley going at it back in the day. Uh, you have know you what? Been, Kurt, I would say have this you right not here. Been in the lunchroom. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. But you know what? He, he still ain't as bad because him and Mike Irvin had problems walking around with no clothes on. They loved that because they they yeah they 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 would like that. <laughs> so a fat man can't walk around like that. You know, <laughs> I kept a towel around me. <laughs> <laughs> hey Nate, Nate. By the way, tonight on uh, Cowboys Crosstalk tonight at seven o'clock, it's me, it's you, it's your former team. I think you play with George Teague. Or was he after? Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. He played with me. He's our. Hey, he's there our you go. That's how you do it. That's how you do it, Nate. Let him know. Let him know. <laughs> and then, and guess oh. who's joining us tonight? Our old who buddy Brian brought Brian brought us will be on with us tonight. Yeah, so I hear you, man. So join us at seven hey, o'clock. Hey, we should have got Jesse on, man. We should have got Jesse on. He can be our alumni right. player, but then, Jesse. Are you I allowed? Are you allowed back in the building, Jesse? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody thinks we're doing this show from home because of COVID. We doing it because they won't let Jesse back in the star. <laughs> <laughs> Show's doing so good, we just do it from home, fellas. It's been fun, but we got to go. Hey, did, Nate, aren't we supposed to talk about our offense versus their defense? Well, oh, I missed that part. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I missed it. Yeah, that, that was the first part of the show. Don't rev it up. Don't rev it up. Rev it up. The crotch rocket, baby. The crotch rocket, baby. Let's go. Against, man, I ain't looking forward to tomorrow because we got to talk about DeAndre Hopkins in this secondary, and then we got to talk about Larry Fitzgerald. In this secondary, man. It's not going to be fun. We'll get into that tomorrow, Nate. See you tonight. Kurt, Jesse, see y'all tomorrow. Chris Beam, enjoy your lunch. We will see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Is we revving, Jesse? Is we revving? Don't we have time possession? Don't we have time possession, Kurt? We need time possession, Kurt. (laughs) All right. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!